Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. Chasing Cars with Clarissa and Julian Co. from SG Carmine. Only on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. Welcome to Chasing Cars on Money FM 89.3. I'm Clarissa Montero on the phone. Julian Cole, editor from SG Carmat. We're talking car of the year in this final episode of the Chasing Cars 2021 season. And you know what? I have absolutely no idea why Julian or his colleagues or you voted for any of these cars. So Julian will have to give us uh, the lowdown. The first car we're talking about is the hatchback of the year. The hatchback of the year is the Volkswagen Golf Mild Hybrid. Uh, let's see. It got 67.4% of the vote. So I guess that's a resounding win, Julian. Of course, of course. I mean, it's not surprising. I mean, the car went up against, uh, uh, you know, other peers like the Opel Astra as well as the Hyundai i30 hatchback. Um, i30 hatchback came in second, but still a far cry from the Volkswagen Golf. And I think for very good reasons. I mean, this car with its 1.5 litre power plant, it's very smooth. I mean, it's currently in its eighth generation. I think it's Golf has always been, you know, that car, that hatchback everyday man for the everyday woman it can be anybody like i I said this many times you know you could be a ceo for a company a managing director you can be a student you can be a lawyer you can just be an editor for sg karmat for instance and driving the golf will not make you look out of place editor of sg karmat uh you'd have to have between (laughs) 156 and 170 thousand dollars to buy this car (laughs) I know, I know, which is why I'm not driving this car, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, all those years ago when I went to Volkswagen and I looked at the Golf and I went, oh, it's very nice. And then I looked at the price and ended up buying a Polo. <laughs> but i got to say, I mean, this car won for very good reasons. I mean, it's actually very accomplished. And in, in fact, it's probably more accomplished than its uh, rivals in the same category, which is exactly why this car won without any doubt. All right. Well, you know, I can't argue. Hatchbacks are, you know, they have a very big space in my heart. I love them. They are fun to drive. And at some point, and this is how powerful the Volkswagen Golf is. At some point, every single one of us drivers will own a Golf. I guess you're right. Just not me, because I just don't have the money to get one. Well, at some point, you still have some life left, I hope. (laughs) (laughs) Not this point, maybe some other point. Hopefully, hopefully. I hope that you're right. And then, you know, by that time, maybe it won't be just a Golf. Maybe it'll be a Golf GTR or GT whatever it is. GTI, that one. (laughs) That would be very nice. That would be very sweet. I'm looking forward to that day, really. See, yeah, you got to have hope. Uh, speaking of the GTI, it was the hot hatch of the year. Volkswagen's cornering the hot hatch market, is it? I know, right? I mean, it's this is Volkswagen's iconic car. It's probably the most iconic car in the market today. And, and again, it's also the eighth, eighth generation Volkswagen Golf GTI. It got some 46.1% in total. But really, no This surprise. is closer though, I have to say. We should point this out. The Volkswagen Golf GTI may have won the hot hatch of the year, but it wasn't that far away from number two sp- spot, which was the Cupra Leon, which you, I know, personally liked a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, uh, I actually thought the Cupra Leon was going to win based on all the votes and based on all the percentages. But I think it, at the end of the day, it's because the Volkswagen Golf GTI has been in the market for ages, decades, you know, and, and this is just an evolution from the Mark 7.5. 
this whole Mark 8 just looks a lot better. It's got power bump. It's got a lot of tech in the car. It's the everyday hot hatch. It's $238,000. <laughs> yes, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just going to be irritating and throw you know cold water on this hot car parade. <laughs> uh, it's fine. It's fine. I'm used to it by now. But seriously, I genuinely like the Volkswagen Golf GTI. I thought it was a very complete car. Okay, it is actually a great car. I have, there has never been a GTI that I have test driven in all the different iterations since I have had my license, which has been a while, that I have gone, oh, that's not a nice car. I've liked them all. Oh, well done. Well, actually, my all-time favorite will be the Mark 7.5, but the Mark 8 is just an evolution of that, and it just became very modernized. It looked very slick. It's got all the tech. It's cool, and it's fast. That's what I like it. Well, they're all supposed to be fast. Yeah, well, it's a GTI. And best <laughs> of all, it's an icon. It's an icon. It, had, it was an icon since Mark 1, decades ago. It's Mark 8 generations later. It's still an icon. So, yes, it deserves a hot hatchback of the year award. All right. Now, let's talk about sedans. Not my favorite category of cars, but certainly not the category I like the least. It is probably the... <laughs> <laughs> we know which one that is. Um... It is probably the most practical category of cars that you can buy in Singapore, whether it's a compact sedan or a sedan or a premium sedan or or big, big sedan. Um, you know, the thing is, sedans are a very practical choice and they come in all shapes, sizes and price points. So let's talk about the sedan of the year because unlike most of the other car of the year categories, this one, every single car technically could have won. They're all good. Yep. Yep. I think that is that is what... I, I thought it was very intriguing in all honesty. I mean, yes, the Corolla Altis, Toyota Altis won this category. The Hyundai Avante was very close. I actually thought the Avante was going to win, in all honesty. I thought the Avante had a very good chance, but apparently uh, people has, the people have spoken. They won the Altis. They, <laughs> oh, chose, yes. they chose the Japanese over the Korean. I know, I know. But I, I can understand. I mean, just look on the roads. They are everywhere. Yeah, and it's also well, also older model, so you know it, it, there's a trust factor. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know Toyota's reliability. It's it's, it's a reputation for its solid aircon, its solid drivetrain, its reliability. It's all there. So I I have, I have a very strong feeling people actually chose this car based on all these reasons. And it's the sort of car you want a family, you want to, you know, ferry your family from point to point in a very safe, cool, predictable manner. Within that, the Hyundai uh, Vante is not a bad car. Neither is the Skoda Octavia, neither is the Kia Cerato, and neither is the Honda Civic, which is why I'm actually really shocked that Honda Civic didn't come in second, didn't come in third, came in fourth. Yeah, I suspect it's really because of the price. Right. Okay, let's talk about that price. Toyota Corolla Altis, um, depending on which version and how many bells and whistles and doodads and leather seats and whatever you want, it ranges between $120,888, how well they know the local market, to $128,888. So basically about a $7,000 difference in the different versions of the car that you can buy. But all of them have one thing in common. They're actually really practical. 
they're quite nice, and it is a Toyota, which is, you know, reliable. It's plain and simply one of the most reliable cars you can buy. Yep, and I think, in all honesty, the car probably has the coldest air conditioning system. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I found? Um, a lot of people I know who bought Corollas, it wasn't their first Corolla. You know, I've, I've owned a Corolla before, I really liked it, or oh, the new one looks pretty good, I'll buy it again. And a lot of Toyota yeah. Corolla buyers are not first-time Corolla owners. They are second-time owners, they are third-time owners. So that speaks to the power of Toyota and the design of the Corolla itself. Yeah, I always thought that was quite cool. I, I mean, I've, I always found it very cool that customers are coming back to buy the same car. Obviously, just different generations. Mm, I think mm. it's the amount of trust they can actually have in the brand, the amount of trust they can have in the model. And I think that makes this car really a winner. Must be. I mean, I like it. I really do. <laughs> it's, it's quite nice. But I like, it is nice. It's decent. It's, it's really quite nice. I like the one that's coming up next that we're talking about, though. The executive sedan of the year, which is the BMW 5 Series Sedan Mile Hybrid. It was this one in this scenario was the runaway winner. Second place was, oh, I'd say about 7% behind yep. in votes. Yep, yep. And that sort of caught me by surprise because the 5 Series actually went up against the Porsche Panamera as well as the Mercedes-Benz E-Class. And I thought, I thought E-Class would have been second, if not first. But everyone just went for the 5 Series. That's because the E-Class is expensive. I think it's also because it's the it's not as handsome as the 5 Series. And everybody knows the 5 Series drives very well. It's comfortable, it's dynamically sound, it's sporty. I mean, it's a young man's car. I mean, for me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go for an E-Class. I'll buy a 5 Series. Look, yeah. yeah, sure. Now, honestly, <laughs> the, the Mercedes E-Class, having taken it out for an extended test drive, I loved the car. It was incredibly comfortable. It may, it, remember, we, we had this conversation earlier this year. I said I didn't want to rush anywhere. I wanted yes, to sit yes. back and drive it like I was Sanka of, you know, boss. <laughs> I will arrive when I get there Whatever time that may be Maybe that's the problem <laughs> Everybody was oh, late yeah. for work Oh, if you're important enough People will wait for you <laughs> Yeah, well, see, that's the thing If you're important enough You wouldn't buy the E-Class You'd buy the S-Class Oh, that's a good point But I mean, the S-Class Is going to cost me an arm and a leg I mean, already the E-Class Is going to cost me an arm and a leg So, let alone an S-Class so I had absolutely no problems with the E-Class. I think it's an actually fantastic car, but I have a big, big love for the BMW 5 Series. You know this, but there's also a big price tag that comes with it. 286888 to 336888 uh, That's a big price difference, BMW. I know, I know. It's crazy, but I suppose you're getting a lot of car for the price that you pay. Mm. A lot of so cars. They the say. Five Series is <laughs> Five Series is really a car that has really impressed me. It has impressed me since last year, all the way till now. I mean, it's just uh, this may just be a, a BMW's life cycle impulse. They call it LCI, but the changes are very subtle and very very well received. Well, I have said this for the last what three years that we have done chasing cars. My favorite car of all time is the BMW M5. Mm. As long as it's a Five Series. You have my attention. <laughs> you are so biased, man. I am so predictable, is what I am. All right, moving on to my favorite category of cars. <laughs> yep, it's the SUV of the year. The SUV of the year did take me by surprise. First, let me just reiterate. 
the, the nominees, this was another one where there were a lot of nominees and they all actually were pretty good. The Kia Sorento Diesel, the Sanyong Corando, the Subaru Forester, the Honda CRV, the Volkswagen Tiguan, and the MG HS. Uh, can I just say I was shocked at who won? Why? Why will you be shocked? Because if I think of MGs, I don't think of SUVs or vice versa. Ah, right, right, right. You, you, you're still in the past. You're still in the past. No, you need to I bring am not. Down. I don't. Well, okay. First of all, <laughs> MG was never really top of reference for me ever, um, because my dad had a real soft spot for MGs, and that means if my dad liked it, I wouldn't, right? Because <laughs> I'm hipper and cooler than my dad. <laughs> <laughs> but it has changed. I mean, the MG HS is a really cute-looking SUV, and it took. Uh, the first spot by quite a lot, by over 10 points, by 14, yeah. almost 14 points. 14 yeah, percent, not, actually. I won't, I won't say it's cute. It's not cute. It's it just, is cute. It's generally good looking. It's, it's generally good looking. It's cute. <laughs> but in all honesty, I, I strongly believe that this car actually won. The MGHS actually won against very, very strong competitors like the Volkswagen Tiguan, the CRV, as well as the Foresters because of its price. Because you're getting so much car for the price that you're paying. And, you know, SUVs, when people get SUVs, the main thing they want to look out for is the functionality. They want to know about the space. And this car truly impresses. Uh, okay. Well, as far as SG Carmart is concerned, somebody in your company was being a bit lazy when it came to information on the MGHS. I'm just saying I'm allowed to be critical. Uh, <laughs> it's like... What they listed the price at is this, $78,888 without COE. Yeah, that's so you how MG wants it to be. You go plus plus the COE on your own yeah. self. You can add in another $80,000 and be fine. This is a Cat B car because it has a generous 160 brake horsepower and 250 newton meters of torque, which qualifies it for the Cat B COE. Can yes, yes, but you know, the um, just saying SG Carmart, Y'all could be a little bit more helpful to your uh, followers, readers, whatever you want to call us. We and, want and, them to make... And you could have done the calculate. calculation and, and, you know, in parenthesis said estimated. You know, you know, you know, another car that will not have uh, COE is the next category. You do realize that, right? The electric car of the year. Unfortunately, the price is also without COE. Yes, of course, because it's another MG. Yeah, Come on, exactly. MG, you can give us the info. Now, they won again by almost 14%, which is quite stunning because the, the MG ZS Electric went up against the Hyundai Hyundai Ioniq, the Hyundai Kona, which I like, even though they could make their... Um, never mind. The BYD E6 Electric was also in there somewhere. Now, I like the Kona. I, I, I would have voted for the Kona, and many people did, which is why it came in second place. But the MG ZS Electric came in first. Again, I think it's because of the price, in all honesty. I mean, okay, personally, I don't know I what the price is because it comes without COE. 
Well, it's 78,888 without COE for very good reasons. Honestly, I would have gone for the Hyundai Ioniq electric. I thought the Ioniq was a very good car. Um, but you got to admit, man, I mean, when it comes down to electric, I think the whole SUV genre sort of captured a lot of people's attention. You know how SUVs can be. I mean, everyone's crazy about the SUVs. Uh, it's, it's, and it's nice. This car, I've driven it multiple times. It's just very family-friendly. It's very practical. I mean, even despite having batteries underneath, it actually doesn't compromise much on the boot space. You still get 445 liters worth of boot space, which is like more than sufficient for your every week grocery. You can dump in some Callaway bags if you want. I mean, you know, if you want to play golf, it's all there. It's all there. And look, you got you and I have to admit, man, electric is just the future. Oh, I'm sorry. Was I supposed to say something? <laughs> <laughs> Horrible, horrible, All right, next category, premium electric car of the year. This was another category that was jam-packed with great cars. The Lexus E, uh, no, the Lexus UX300E electric. I'm dyslexic, what do you want from me? The Audi <laughs> e-tron, the Mini electric, the Audi e-tron Sportback electric, the Porsche uh, Taycan, the BMW iX3, the Mercedes-Benz EQC electric. Um, I don't know why they insist on putting electric at the end of that because obviously if they're electric cars, they'd be electric, right? Why do you have to put it in your model name? Don't ask me, man. This is beyond me. This is beyond my pay grade. I'm just saying, car makers. <laughs> you know, you can underestimate the intelligence of the average car buyer, but we're not quite that stupid. Oh, well, you know. But I got, I got to say, I, that, so the Lexus UX one. This category. You know, I this mean, is no shock to me. Yeah, it, it is. It is. To me, I think it's a very, very good buy. I actually enjoyed myself a lot in a Lexus UX 300E. Uh, I drove the regular UX. It wasn't really my cup of tea. But when I drove the UX 300E, I just told myself, you know what? This is an amazing car. Amazing car. Very complete. It looks good. It's luxurious. Oh, man. And it's. And the power delivery is very, very linear, which is not the case uh, in the normal UX. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's actually, the, the, in this case, and you won't hear me say this very often, in this case, the electric is better than the not electric. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, this I have to agree with you, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so painful when you have to agree with me, right? I mean, look at all the cars it's going up against, man. I mean, you have the Porsche Titan, you have the Audi e-tron. These are cars that are very premium. And you cannot deny, you know, there are premium electric cars. They are much more powerful, more showy, and cost more. Probably twice the price of Lexus, right? But when it comes to making premium electric mobility more commonplace and accessible, the Lexus UX300E is definitely our choice for the premium. Premium electric to you. Okay, now, but if you wanted a really, really, really stupidly big electric car, then you might want to take a closer look at the Audi e-tron Sportback. Well, it's a very handsome car. That's all I can see. And it's, it's very, 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 very big. And it's not that big. It's very, it's very, very, very big. And I'm just grumbling because they gave it to me in some ridiculous color like green or some, you know, Chinese New Year red or I can't remember. You see, that's, that's how Audi is. Imagine, <laughs> do you remember the Q8 is the dragon orange Yes, nonsense? my favourite car yeah. of that year. Yeah. <laughs> my favourite colour of that year. Yes, yes, indeed. They cannot yeah. match dragon orange, I'm telling you. Anyway, so the Lexus UX300e electric. 
because you need to say that twice in case you didn't get the electric part in the E of the model, is $265,800, which does sound like a bit, but it's actually not for the car that you are getting. Yeah, I know. I know, I know. It's actually, it's actually worth your time, really. The UX 300E is definitely, it, it was definitely worth my time, and I'm very particular with all these cars, but you know what? It's well-deserving. Very, okay, very so all of these cars go into the category of car of the overall car of the year, which I have to say, I don't know what that is, and I don't know if Julian knows what that is. <laughs> We have we have essentially the car of the year. When I say car of the year, I mean the, the overall winner, that main, that number one, that premium prize. You know, it's, it's so sought after, highly sought after, and it's the car of the year. And every year we have that one winner. And this year is obviously no different as well. This year we had a lot of arguments back and forth, as usual, the teams, everyone, and we finally decided. We finally decided that. The car of the year for 2021 for SG Car has got to be the Volkswagen Golf GTI. Really? Yes. The Volkswagen Golf GTI was essentially our winner this year. And it's for very, very good reasons. I, you know, people will come to me and ask, like, you, know, you know what? Um, I don't really understand because 2021 has got tons of new cars, right? You've got affordable electric SUVs. You've got those quick luxury EVs. And we have, you know so many crossovers and all that kinds of stuff. Affordable hatchbacks and premium sedans, everything. But why is our car of the year none of that? Why? And I said, you know what? Because we want to be exciting. We don't want to be boring. And yes, we do know that electrification is the way forward. But you know what? The GTI, the long-standing hot hatch king, after eight generations, we still love it. We still think that it's a motoring icon. We still think that this classic, the car with classic silhouette, the car with that stance, that power, the looks, everything. It's just a delight. We can't ignore this car. The GTI has to be the winner. All right. In, uh, yeah, okay. You know what? <laughs> I listened to what you had to say and I, I wanted to jump in. And disagree with you, but I could not because I've said this before. The Volkswagen Golf GTI is really, really just a lot of fun to drive. And that that in and of itself makes it a car of the year. Because how many cars do you get behind the wheel of just makes you smile the minute you turn it on? Right. And you know the best part of it all? The best part of all is it's highly functional and practical. And $237,900, which is not breaking bank type prices. Well, it would break my bank law, but you know. So it's, it's I, I didn't say your bank or mine. I said bank. Somebody else <laughs> has bank. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, a true, you know, this year, Volkswagen Golf GTI, I just thought that this would be a fantastic way to end the year. All right. Bringing I, in the Volkswagen Golf GTI. I, I can't disagree. And I, you know, on, on that note, chasing cars has been fun to do with you all of 2021. I look forward to more great episodes and a new season in 2022. Julian, thank you so much and happy, happy new year to you. Likewise, my best regards to your family and all the team back in uh, Money FM. I enjoyed the year. I can't wait for 2022 already. We'll better start thinking of, you know, exciting topics. You mean exciting cars? <laughs> yeah, that's <true. laughs> All right, you have a great one, Julian. We'll see you in 2022. You're on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.